is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught! Incredible play by Donald! He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. And it's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to jump into the mailbag with the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. Of course, above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. A day later than normal, Chris, because we usually do this on game day on Sundays, but because there is no game this week with the bye, we're doing this on a Monday. So we're starting the week with a mailbag. How excited are you? Oh, super excited. So uh, incredibly excited. Uh, really, really, I'm excited because uh, I'm, I'm waiting for my PlayStation 5 to come today. So um, I, I can just get all this energy out for the mailbag until that comes. <laughs> well, while we wait, how about I throw you a question from the mailbag that is legitimately exciting? It comes in from my buddy Anthony Chorus, who says, what was Walton Goggins' best character? This is such a tough one because he's had some really good ones on TV. I liked his character on Vice Principals, very underrated. Obviously, on The Shield, he was great. But to me, the number one character is always going to be Boyd Crowder. He's played a ton of memorable ones, but you just can't beat Boyd Crowder. Yeah, this this isn't a difficult question at all. This This is Boyd Crowder. Um, hands down. And you're, you are correct. He has had a bunch of great roles. I was telling you last week about his role in Sons of Anarchy 
uh, as I continue to try to push that show on you. And I was telling you all about that role. Anybody who's seen the show knows uh, will know that role. Uh, it is a, a surprising uh, twist of a role for him, but he, he is absolutely great in it. And I was actually just telling you that I, I watched that show on CBS, The Unicorn. I, I couldn't sleep the other night and I saw that pop up and I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot, Walton Goggins. And I actually really enjoyed it. That's that's definitely not going anywhere near the top of his character lists. Um, and it's certainly not touching Boyd because Boyd Crowder, Boyd Crowder is one of the, he's a top 10 for sure character in the history of television, in my opinion. There's the hands down, he is that character is so great. So nothing's competing with that, but he definitely does has a bunch of others. And plus, Chris, he's on TV right now with a new show you were telling me about. Yeah, it's called The Unicorn. He's he's a, a widower. His his wife died. He's got two uh, young kids, and he's going back into the dating life. It's on CBS, so it's kind of you know it's CBS. It's it's not high high comedy. Rob Cordroy's in it. Uh, there's a couple other funny people in it, and it's it's a good uh, you know low key show that that is legitimately funny. Um, nothing, nothing too great, but it's a good thing to just kind of throw on and watch a couple episodes at a time and, and just smile and enjoy. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher. He says, if the team secures a top two pick and decides to trade Sam Darnold, would you only trade him to an NFC team and get less, or would you take the best package from an AFC team? Also, have you heard anything about the Jets scouting QBs? Or do you know anything about what Douglas and his team prefer in their quarterbacks? That's for you, Chris. But the first part of this, as far as whether or not you would trade Darnold to an AFC team, I think you've got to take the best offer possible because you need the most quality draft picks you can get to rebuild this team. And if you were that afraid of Sam Darnold burning you, you wouldn't be trading him in the first place. So even if you think Darnold has a chance to be good, if you believe enough in the pick that you're getting at number one or number two, it shouldn't really bother you that much that you're trading Sam Darnold to an AFC team if you can get a better package from, say, the Indianapolis Colts as an example. Yeah, for for the uh, trading out of the AFC or keeping them in there, the, this is simple to me. This, that's a tiebreaker situation. If you got two offers that are exactly the same, one's from an AFC team and an NFC team, I'm sending them to the NFC team. If the offers are pretty much the same, but there's a six-rounder tacked on with the NFC team and a fifth-rounder to the AFC team, I'm probably going NFC team. But if it's like even just a little bit uh, significantly better, I'm going. I'm sending them to the AFC team. Uh, you're right. At this point, um, you're trading Sam Darnold. And you're going to be happy taking Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence or whatever. Um, you're not you're not worried about uh, Sam Darnold coming back to bite you. Uh, just take whatever will help you build the best team. <clears throat> as far as I don't know anything as far as uh, you know specific traits Joe Douglas is looking for. I will say that obviously whoever they end up getting as a, a new head coach will come into play, but. I feel very confident in saying this and Joe Douglas and whoever the next coach is, will be looking for Trevor Lawrence. That's those are the traits they're looking for in a quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. 
Well, I guess that means that the next question from CC716 is a little less interesting because he wants to know how the Jets scouting department is handling scouting duties for the draft during the pandemic since they probably can't attend as many games in person. I guess if all they're looking for is Trevor Lawrence, then they don't have to attend games in person. <laughs> well, for for the quarterback, that, that is correct. For the rest of the draft, and remember, they have a bunch of extra draft picks, uh, they still need to do some of that stuff. Um, this this is just going to be a year where they rely on film and uh, talking to coaches and the coaching staff more than they usually do. Uh, you still see reports about, you know, uh, this these teams are, are scouting today's game. There's still some of that, um, but they're not doing quite as much and they're not sending as many people to as many places as they normally do. But – this is one of those things. I don't know how important that is in today's NFL. Like if you had uh, one scout and just told him, you just stay home and just watch all the film that you, you can get. And these scouts can get all the film from every game of even like division three games of colleges. No one's ever heard of. They can find the film for it. You just stay home. Will you watch all the film at home? And then we have another scout that we're sending around. I don't, I, I'm not convinced that the guy sitting on his couch can't get a better evaluation. Um, I know that, yes, you can do both. And it definitely helps to see it in live in person. One thing when I'm scouting games, watching cutups doesn't do it quite as well. Cause I like to have a feel for like the moment of a game. Like if a quarterback, if they're up three touchdowns and he throws a pick, I don't really care as much. If it's like a crunch time play, I like to be able to get that feel in the moment. So there is something to that. Um, but they're going to get back to that. This year, I just think they're going to uh, do a little bit less in person and they're going to be leaning uh, more heavily on the tape. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from AJ Tranzano. He says, two questions, gentlemen. First, will Cam Clark start at some point this season? Second, where do you think the focus is going to be in the offseason in terms of how they're going to build the roster? Real quickly, I think Cam Clark will start at some point. It's just going to be a matter of when he's healthy and ready to go. And the second part of this, as far as the offseason plan, it's a little too early to really dive deep. But what I will say is I think they're going to attempt to fix all the positions you would expect. Add some more pieces on the offensive line, another receiver, an edge rusher. Do something at inside linebacker since now there's a hole there. Certainly cornerback, obviously. But the main thing that I've been thinking about the last couple of days is that the Ravens have Yannick Ngakwe and Matthew Judon. There's no way they're going to be able to sign both of them. So I think the Jets should target whichever one they don't keep and try to make sure that they outbid everybody else. I don't think Judon's an elite pass rusher, but he's pretty good and he's much better than anything they have. And so if he's out there on the open market and they don't have to give up any draft picks and they already have all this cap space, to me, that would make a lot of sense. Or in Gakwe if they let in Gakwe walk. And beyond that, you can see who shakes free because generally most of the guys that are on these lists as the quote unquote top free agents don't even make it to free agency. So that would be what I would do there. And then in the draft, aside from their own first round pick. I would be looking to use those other early picks at cornerback, at offensive line, and at wide receiver. Yeah, so Cam Clark, I, I expect Cam Clark, assuming that he's healthy and ready to go, to get the start uh, in the first game following the bye. Um, if not then, it'll be soon, but I, I think that that's what's going to happen. They're going to get a look at him and see what they got in him. Um, as far as, yeah, I'm with you. If Obviously, if Ngakwe becomes available i'm i'm throwing money at him uh, i would throw money at some money at judon too depending on the price uh he's definitely a good uh defensive lineman can do some pass rush maybe you know combination of him quinn and williams john franklin myers and a uh, bright self can uh, can help them actually attack a passer so it, free agency is going to be interesting this year uh we talked about this a little last week with the wide receivers normally we hear all these names, pending free agent, pending free agents. Then we get to free agency and they've all re-signed or been extended or whatever. I think there are going to be a couple more players that slip through this year, though, because of the cap situation. And uh, there's no way for us to know what this cap situation is going to end up looking like by the time it does um, come into play. So I do think there's a possibility that there's some more players that can become free agents. And obviously the Jets are positioned well to be, we know they're going to be, have, uh, you know, some of the most money of anybody. So they can definitely spend there. 
Um, and then for, as for draft, you know where I'm going. I'm going all offense. I don't even care about cornerback. I don't care about defense. I'm going offensive line. I'm going receiver. I'm going offensive line again. I might, I'm probably going receiver again. I'm probably looking uh, for a running back in the middle. I'm definitely looking for a running back in the middle round. I'm probably looking for another tight end and I'm going back to the offensive line again. Like I'm, yes, I'm all right. Somewhere in the middle of spending one or two picks on defense, but I'm, I'm put, if I'm in charge, I'm putting all my focus, all my attention on the offense. I'm going to keep banging this drum. All I want is a quarterback that I can trust and rely on and build everything around him for the first one or two years, give him all the help that he possibly needs. And then after that, I can start focusing on the defensive side. Next question comes in from Joe Horning. He says, which of these scenarios is the best one in your opinion? Number one, keep Darnold, trade back with the Jaguars for both their first, a second rounder, and a 2022 first. Then trade back again with someone who wants fields. Second scenario, same trade, but you go back to number two and draft fields, trade Darnold for a second rounder. Number three, draft Lawrence and trade Darnold for a second rounder. I think three is the obvious answer here. As much as I like Justin Fields, there's no way you're passing on Trevor Lawrence. And if you're drafting Trevor Lawrence, you're flipping Darnold for a second if you can get one. Again, I haven't gone full into my study of Justin Fields, so it's possible that my thought on this might change. But I'm, I, it's, it's extremely unlikely. I'm not trading away from Trevor Lawrence. Um, and I'm probably not, uh, uh, you know, I need to look more at the BYU kid, Zach Wilson, to see if I'd be willing to trade down from Trevor Lawrence for him. Um, but I'm not passing up on Trevor Lawrence. I don't care what type of offer you, you give me. Uh, this is, you get an opportunity to draft Trevor Lawrence and unless you already have that QB in place, you draft Trevor Lawrence. That's that's it. That it's it's really that simple. I'm going to pass on whatever offer you want to give me. I'm going to take Trevor Lawrence. And I'm going to flip Sam Darnold for whatever I can get. Next question comes in from Damian Shaw. He says, if the Jets draft second overall, should they take fields or address the many other needs the team has, perhaps trading out of the slot and picking up extra picks? No, you draft fields. Fields is awesome. I don't think he's as good as Trevor Lawrence, but in most years, he would be the number one overall pick, lock, stock, and barrel. He can do pretty much everything, and if you have the opportunity to pick him at number two overall, you do it. Yeah, again, my, right now, my only concern with Fields is just that everything is so easy around him at Ohio State, and that's not a knock on him. It's just that there is zero scenario where anything is going to be that easy for him in the NFL. So that could lead to some growing pains. Uh, but I've seen enough from Justin Fields that I'm willing to, uh, to deal with that. I'm willing to roll those dice. I think you might have some growing pains that first year, but I, I, I am a full believer in him, his ability and his uh, talent. So I'm not passing on him again. And again, maybe, maybe I watch some more Zach Wilson, BYU. Maybe I, I'd be more willing to play. But right now, if I'm at number one, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. I'm not thinking about trading. And if I'm at number two, I'm taking Justin Fields and I'm not thinking about trading. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher again. He says, if the Jets had their choice in free agency of either Matthew Judon, Joe Tooney, or one of the big-time wide receivers in Juju Smith-Schuster or Allen Robinson, which one would you rather sign, which would then take the focus off of 
that position for the early rounds of the draft. So I'm going to continue what I said before. I would go after either Judon or Ngakwe, depending on which one of them shakes free, simply because there are a lot of really good wide receivers in this draft, and Denzel Mims has already shown you that he can be pretty good. You put him with Jamison Crowder and add in another really good rookie in the first or second round, and now I think you're building a young receiving core. As much as you'd like Juju Smith-Schuster, I would rather get one of those guys than pay him $100 million if the choice is between paying him $100 million and getting a pass rusher, simply because I don't really love the pass rusher class here, and I don't think the Jets are going to have an opportunity to draft a pass rusher early that's going to make an impact. I think they can do that at wide receiver, and I think they can do it at offensive line too. I'd love to get Tooney, but if you are asking me which of these guys I would prioritize if I could only get one, it would be Judon or Ngakwe simply because of the scarcity issue in terms of getting quality pass rushers and and this particular draft class. This is one of those things, again, I I, I uh, agree with your thought process, but we're right back to me and my obsessive need to go all offense. Uh, I would really, really like to have a veteran receiver uh, that we know is good and can be relied on for Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or whoever ends up coming here. Uh, that That takes precedence for me over anything. Um, so in a normal year, normal scenario, everything you said is correct about the scarcity of, uh, the pass rushers. But if I can only have one, cause this is one of those scenarios, the jets can do both. They can afford to do both. Uh, but if I could only have one, I, I want, I want that veteran presence for the, the rookie quarterback. Next question comes in from John. He says, are you guys hearing anything about Jim Harbaugh? It looks like he could be in big trouble at Michigan, and we know Woody Johnson had back-channeled to him in the past. Is this something that you think that Woody would do, even if Harbaugh gets fired from Michigan, considering how bad things have gone there? Would he still view Harbaugh the same way that he has in the past? Chris, I'll let you take this one because you're more familiar, but I'm hoping he doesn't. I think Harbaugh has done a really bad job at Michigan, and a lot of people will talk about the success he had in San Francisco. The problem is you could point to the same success for Rex Ryan, right? Rex Ryan went to two AFC Championship games his first two seasons. Harbaugh went to three NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl his first three years. And then after that, they had an 8-8 eight eight season where he had problems with the players. He had problems with management. And so he went off to Michigan. And since he's been at Michigan, things haven't been so good. They're 2-8 and eight on the road against ranked opponents. They haven't beaten Ohio State. They're having a ton of trouble even beating Michigan State at home. Harbaugh, who's supposedly the quarterback whisperer, hasn't even been able to develop one decent quarterback his whole time at Michigan. So I think what's happened with Jim Harbaugh, honestly, is that he's been exposed as he's been in the head coach spot longer and longer. I don't think it would be a good idea at all to do this because I think that he peaked a long time ago and now we're seeing all of the problems. I don't want to say that he's necessarily Mike McCarthy light because I don't think that he's anywhere near as lazy as Mike McCarthy, but there's definitely some McCarthy-like tendencies there where people tend to lean on his early success and want to erase everything that's happened the last bunch of years just because it's inconvenient to the narrative of Jim Harbaugh being this excellent coach. So I hope that Woody Johnson and his team are smart enough to understand that, but knowing Woody Johnson and his love of big names and splashy headlines and 
wanting to get somebody that the fans will know, I wouldn't rule out the fact that if Harbaugh gets fired or resigns in disgrace or however it ends in Michigan, that Woody wouldn't be at the front of the line. Wouldn't surprise me at all, even if he gets let go by Michigan. At first, I, I want to take this time to point out that um, people want to give Harbaugh all the success for San Francisco, but that team was awesome. That team was stacked, and that team wasn't put together by him. And part of the reason why things fell apart was because he wanted more say in it being put together. And then, uh, obviously, he burned out in the Jim Harbaugh way. Uh, I'll never put anything past Woody Johnson, especially with a big name. And But I, I think that it's unlikely right now. And the reason why I say it's unlikely is because of the presence of Joe Douglas. With Joe Douglas still here – with him still having, you know, he signed that six-year contract, so he's still got uh, four more whole years on that. I just don't see that being a good match. Uh, and I think that uh, they're going to give Joe Douglas a little bit more space here than to have him have to be tied to Harbaugh for the rest of it here. So I, I think that it's unlikely because I just don't think that's a good match for them. If they, if they were getting rid of the GM or didn't have anyone in place with the GM, then I'd be much more concerned about it. But I just I don't think that that's uh, the route that the Jets are going to end up going with Joe Douglas here. Going to be an interesting coaching search one way or the other. I wish there were betting odds on who the next Jets head coach would be because that would be a lot of fun. There's so many names that are being thrown out there right now. And if you could bet, the place to do it would be over at my bookie. There's a full slate of games coming up this weekend. College games on Saturday, pro on Sunday. You've got boxing and MMA to bet on. Everything you want to gamble on is available over at my bookie. Plenty of good odds, too. Use the promo code OVERTIME when you sign up, and when you do, you'll get your first deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. So if you bet 1000 bucks, they'll match you to 500 It's basically free money if you are planning on gambling. Go ahead and gamble on the games, on the prop bets, anything you want over at my bookie. Again, just use the promo code OVERTIME, and you'll get your first deposit matched halfway all the way up to a thousand bucks. Chris Nimbley of JetsInsider.com, the very big deal. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. For those that are looking for some good bi-week content, I know you've got plenty up at JetsInsider.com. What's up right now? Yeah, I'm uh, gonna have some uh, a bunch of just stuff again. All my stuff is looking forward here. We're not focusing so much on the week to week. Uh, the matchups, what's going to happen here. So we're all going to be looking forward, all stuff about the players to, to keep and build around, what positions need to be addressed further, uh, coaching scenarios, all that stuff is going to be up there. So there will be plenty for you to look at. But if you're looking for week-to-week breakdown stuff, you're going to have to go somewhere else here. But I feel pretty confident that nobody is actually looking for that right now this season. Go ahead and follow Chris on Twitter, at CNimbly and at Jets Insider. Read his very big deal work over at JetsInsider.com. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. With 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.